Today we're going to read our scripture, and as we read the scripture passage today, um, I want you to grab whatever you've got. If you have, again, your notebook, your journal, whatever, uh, grab it, make sure you have it in your hand. This is important, especially for this moment in this time as we read the scripture for today. What I want you to do is I want you to write down anything that jumps out at you. So if a word jumps out at you, a location jumps out at you, something pops into your mind as you're listening to uh, to, to the scripture today and to the story today, um, I want you to write it down. And I believe that God can speak to you through the Bible. And, and, and I think that that's sometimes how he does it. A lot of times I think God speaks to us and we don't even realize it because we write it off as something else when if we, if we were to write it down and go through something this week or listen to the talk in a few minutes uh, that there would be something where we can look back and say, yeah, God was speaking to me here. And so I'm going to read, I'm going to read the scripture. I got to tell you guys real quick as I'm looking at the camera before I get real serious reading the scripture that somehow some ducks showed up out here on the front lawn. And I just want to let y'all know that if those ducks come chasing me, your boy's running off the screen. Y'all be praying. All right. Somebody get some, some pictures of that stuff for social media. So we know what's going on next week. I'm going to just, Hey y'all, um, the ducks are over here to hear the word of God today and their lives are going to be changed. And we hope yours are too. Throw up some duck emojis, folks. Here we go. Okay. Throw up some duck emojis. Is there a duck emoji? Is there, we're going to throw one up. You guys throw one up. We'll throw one up. It'll be a good thing. Here's what I want you to write down at the top of your paper. Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven. Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven. This is what the Bible says. One day, the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, my husband who served you is dead and you know how he feared the Lord, but now a creditor has come threatening to take my two sons as slaves. He's like the repo man. What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me, what do you have in the house? She said, nothing at all, except a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elisha said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors, and then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told, and her sons kept bringing the jars to her, and she filled one after another. Soon, every container was full to the brim, Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what happened, he said to her, Now sell the olive oil, pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on what is left over. That's the, that's the scripture reading for today. hope something spoke to you through that. But that's what we're going to talk about right now. And we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about this story and see how it can apply to your life. Take notes and, and, and write down what God speaks to you through it. But, but as we do so, th- today we are continuing this series called Legendary. It's a series about this prophet named Elisha. And, uh, and, and we've covered two weeks already in it. This is the third week. And, uh, and I'm really excited because I got a great title today. You can write this down to the title of today's talk is I Already Have everything I need. I already have everything I need. Go ahead, look at somebody who's watching with you and maybe you need some motivation and you're watching by yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I already have, come on, I already have, yeah, everything I need. Everything I need. I already have everything I need. 
and and we're gonna see this in the story. It's fantastic. And what's interesting about this story, I think, is when I when I look at it and when I read it, a bunch of different things speak to me. But 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 this time something specifically spoke spoke to me because she comes. This woman who's a widow comes to Elisha the prophet with a problem, and the problem is that she has no resources, and so the creditor is coming and, she, and he's going to take her sons as slaves. She's got a problem, and it's a lack of resources. Can you relate? Have you ever just wanted, man, I wish I had more money? Or have you ever just wanted more of something? You felt like your resources were inadequate for the life that God had called you to live? Or maybe even just for existing, that your resources were limited, that your resources weren't there or at the level that you needed them to be in order to be effective in the type of life that you know God has called you to and the type of life that you want to live so that you can leave a legacy. You want, you know what I mean? Have you ever felt that way? I felt that way. I always think, man, if I just had a little more money, I could do this, this, and this, and then I'd be good. And then the truth of the matter is that's not true because once you get this, this, and this, and then you wish you had a little more money so you could have that, that, and that, and then you think you'd be good. It never ends. It's just one of those things that just keeps going. You keep chasing, and the destination is really a mirage in those moments. You never really actually get to grab that which is trying to satisfy you because what you haven't realized is that you already have everything you need in order to live the life that God has called you to live in this season to the absolute fullest. So she comes to Elisha with a problem. And Elisha, you know what he tells her to do? He says, what do you want me to do? What do you have in your house? She, see, she was focused on what she didn't have what she was going to lose. I don't have any resources. But he told her to focus on what she did have. I feel like that's you, and I feel like that's me, at least in my life is true, and, and probably so for you, that I come all the time focusing on what I don't have. We don't have power or electricity today. But we're not focused on what we don't have. We're focused on what we do have. We're going to show, we're going to show you, uh, some pictures on how we are actually running the experience today later on social media. In fact, if you can see this, I'm going to pull up a picture I took on my phone and I'm going to walk it toward the camera. And this thing isn't going to look too professional, but I want you to see this. This is a Kia. What is it? A Kia Sophia? Is that what it is? Toyota Echo. It's a Toyota, it's a Toyota Echo. It's a piece of crap. And if you and if you can look at the at my phone, I don't know if you can see it. I'm coming. I'm coming. It, this is how we are running the experience today, with some machinery that we bought an hour ago from Walmart, hooked up to a piece of crap car engine, and uh, and, and that's how we are running. So we we're focused on what we do have, not what we don't have. Here's what I've learned, that I already have everything I need in order to live the life God has called me to, to the fullest in this season. Not just in ordinary life, life to the fullest. See, when I use what I do have, God will bless what I do have to accomplish more than I could have accomplished with what I had on my own. Another way to say that, maybe that's note-taking, proper, or tweet worthy is God blesses what I do have when I use what I do have. God blesses what I already have when I use what he's already given me. And so that, that, that's what Elisha tells this woman to do. And so she says, watch her response. It's just like you. It's just like me. He, she says to him, 
I have, what's that word? Nothing. I have nothing. Have you ever, have you ever said that? I've said that. Have you ever felt that way? I felt that way. I have nothing. I've got nothing. But she had everything she needed already in that little something, just a little flask of olive oil, just a little bit in there. But she had everything she needed because when she used what God had already given her, he blessed it beyond its own ability and its own measure. And I think sometimes that's what God is waiting for you and I to do, to use the gift he the gifting he's already given us in order to accomplish more than it could have ever accomplished through our talent and our ability, but it accomplishes through his power and his ability far exceedingly anything that we could dream, ask, or even imagine, not just for our lives, but for the world around us. So check this out. Not only did she have to use what she had, but watch. He said, go get some empty jars from all your friends and neighbors. See, what we don't often realize is that we can't do life alone. And we try to accomplish everything in life on our own. When God has put community around us to help us in fulfilling what he wants us to do in this season. People are your greatest resource. That's what I learned in in preaching school is people are your greatest resource. And I never, ever understood that until I became a pastor. All this stuff that happened today, you know how much I did? I couldn't even find the extension cord we needed. I was like, no problem, guys. I'll get the extension cord. Well, I couldn't find it. Somebody else had to find it. I found myself most useful this morning when I went to Dunkin' Donuts. This is not an ad. When I went to Dunkin' Donuts and got a box of Joe and two and a half dozen donuts, that was as useful as I was today in getting this whole thing set up. But we have a team of people that made it happen, knew what they were doing, and and worked together as a team to make this experience right now happen so that you can hear my voice by podcast, by live stream, however it is that you are hearing this and consuming this, whether it's 2020 or whether it's 2025 and you're watching back and you found this, that there is a team of people that put this together to make this a reality because God always uses people as the greatest resource in your life to help you accomplish what he's called you to do. There is no exception to that. You were not created to do life alone. When, 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 when in scripture, in Genesis, when Adam was doing life alone, God made Eve. I think it's symbolic that we were made to do life with people. We were never intended to do it alone. That's why we have parties, because you were not made to venture through this life alone. Surround yourself with people. God put the people in your community, in in, in the circles that you already have, to accomplish his will, his purpose, not just in your life, but through your life in the world around you. Because watch this. She grabbed all their jars that they gave her, and she poured the flask of olive oil in them using what she had already been given. Her family helped her fill them up, and she said, bring me another jar. And they said, we're out. And the oil stopped flowing once everything she had had, she put in God's hands, trusted him, used the community resources that God had already placed her in. It's not just what you have, it's where you have it and who you're having it with that makes the difference. You put those together using everything that God has already blessed you with, already given you, and when you maximize the resources that you already have that God has entrusted to you, the the difference it can make is eternal. Now, I have a question for you and get this a little challenging. What types of things in your life do you feel like are lacking? or What types of things are you trying to accomplish, but you're trying to do it either without the resources you already have or 
outside of the community God's already placed you in or trying to accomplish it on your own. You will always fail when you try to accomplish something on your own and with extra resources than God has already entrusted to you. Everything God has called you to do in this season can happen with the resources you already have. Again, look at somebody, type it in the comments, type it in the chat, whatever you got to do, say it in your car. I already have everything I need. I already have everything I need. And, and, and I believe that 100%. That's why it says in scripture, it says where two or more are gathered, there my presence is with them. Why? Because you were never meant to do it alone. You were never meant to venture in life alone. You weren't made to do it by yourself. God created humanity to, to go through life together. It makes all the difference in the world. There's a, a lot more things we can pull out from that story, but I want to move into prayer time right now. And, and I don't want to give you too much at one time, too much more than we can handle. We'll Trust me, we got years and decades and decades and decades to talk about these things. You hang around long enough, we'll probably tell this story 20 more times and pull different things out of it. Speaking of decades, by the way, Andrea and I were married for a, a decade and a year, 11 years yesterday. So it's Sunday. Thank you. That's right. I'll be here all day, folks. Really just 15 more minutes. But, but, but we, were, we were excited to celebrate 11 years yesterday, the 11 best years of my life. And, uh, and, and, and most glorious of her life. And, uh, and, but I love you, Andrea. I'm, I'm thankful that you're my wife. And, uh, and for 11 years and one day today. So I, we couldn't do this. I couldn't go through life without her giving her honor. And none of this would be possible without her. So uh, I want to let you know that in the, same, in, in, in the same way, we are thankful to have journeyed this with you for the past two years of our marriage that it's been fun, it's been a journey, it's been difficult. Man, you ever want to try your marriage, start a church. I'm going to tell you what, it will it'll push buttons in there and friction, but it's good because it grow it grew us closer together and gives us a way for God to watch work through us. And and I know I said I was going to pray, but I forgot to add one more thing to this. When she filled up her jars, it says that that what they did is is they sold what they had, made money and lived off the rest because they paid their debtors. When they sold what they had, God didn't give them just a resource with what she had to fulfill the purpose in her life, but it was able to bless everybody else around her who was able to purchase it from her because God, when he does something in your life, he never does it just for you. He wants to do it through you to transform the world around you. So as we move into prayer time, here's what I want you to do. Take out, make sure you're writing in your journal, writing in that paper. I want you to write down three things. Today, I'm choosing to be grateful for these three things. Maybe these three things are something that you um, have in front of you that now you've realized, wow, these are resources that God has given me that I need to start using. I need to be thankful for instead of grasping for something else. Three things you're grateful for today. Three things in this moment you're most grateful for. After that, I want you to write down practice. Practice. Gratitude. Practice. Practice. Here, this is a challenging one. I, 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 want, you to, I want you to write down, uh, in one, the first line, I want you to write down an area of your life that you are trying to accomplish something where you feel inadequate. I feel like I don't have enough resources to accomplish this that God has called me to do. What might it be? As a pastor, sometimes you feel like we don't have enough budget or we don't have 
enough reserve money or we don't have enough uh, enough attenders or we don't have enough people engaged or whatever it might be like all these things but what we are going to learn and what we're going to put into practice is that god has given us everything we already need i already have everything i need so in that area write that down the next thing i want you to write down is in the practice i want you to write down um reflect on that what resource do you have Maybe that you've overlooked or resources if you want to make it multiple. What resources do you have that you are not maximizing or maybe that you haven't put into God's hands that he can maximize? What is a resource that that you're overlooking when you say, I have nothing except for blank? What is that except for? What is that little flask of olive oil that you have in your life that you can give to God that he can use for more? And And then I want you to write down prayer at the bottom. And I just want you to write down three needs that you can be praying for today. Nothing for you. We've already focused on you, but we want to focus on other people. I want you to pray for three other people or three other needs that, that, that you have that you can pray for. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to guide you and we're going to walk through this prayer together. All right. So God, today we are thankful and grateful for these three things. Go ahead and name them, whatever they are. God, we're thankful for these things today. Thank you for these things. And then move to the next part with me. God, I know I feel inadequate to do this, that I feel in my heart is a desire or something that you've called me to. I feel like I don't have enough resources for that. But we're going to turn that around. Because you are all the resource I need. And I know that you've already given me everything I need. And in that next part where you wrote down that resource that maybe you say, I don't have anything except that I want you to take it and I want you to give it to him. God, I give you this. I put it in your hands. Do immeasurably more through it than what I have limited it to be. Out of my hands into your hands whatever those things are. And then as we move down to prayer, I just want you to, to take those three things and I want you to, to pray about them and ask God about them. And don't ever, feel, don't ever feel shy about asking God for something big for someone else. And, and when you pray, I want you to ask big for those things. God, this, God, come through here and do that. And what I find is when we give prayer reflectively out to the world that, that God moves when we are less selfish and more selfless. So God, we pray for these things. And as we close in prayer, as we close this prayer out today, God, we pray for all the communities, all the uh, all, all the afreshers um, all over the world who are watching right now, listening right now. God, I pray that you will minister to them through this simple story of something that the prophet Elisha did where we can look at it and we can use it to make our lives legendary for you, that you can do something legendary through us when we realize that we already have everything we need and we give you those resources and put them into your hands that you minister to the world around us not just our world we thank you for that in jesus name amen amen hey thanks a ton for hanging out with us today again thank you for being here in this crazy craziness i mean as if as if what was happening wasn't crazy enough you know we show up the, the first sunday we show up to try to stream on site there's no power lines. Like, what in the world? It's crazy, but 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 we're using it, we're working it, we're doing it. Thanks for hanging out with us during that. Also, I want to tell you, we, we have online merch now. We've taken our merchandise, 
some of it, and we've thrown it online. Go check it out. You, we can, we'll ship it to you. We ship out on Wednesdays, and we'll ship it out to you uh, wherever you are so that you can be repping before you get back up in the building with us here. God bless you guys. High five. Ten more people. Happy Sunday. <laughs>